Hey man, it's me, Kevin Smith. Would you like to wake and bake with me like three times a week? Uh, would you like to hear me talk to my wife about intimate details about our personal life, which in 21 years of being married ain't really all that exciting anymore? Would you like to hear all the old episodes of Fat Man on Batman, where I used to sit down and record one-on-one interviews with people and stuff? Uh, do you want to listen to old episodes of Jane Silent Bob Get Old? There's one place where you got to go, man. Join me at That Kevin Smith Club. That's right. If you go to thatkevinsmithclub.com, you can join as a clerk or a mall rat or a yoga hoser or a fun employee, man. There's all different levels. Uh, but you get access to really cool stuff, including cartoons nobody sees anymore, uh, stand-up specials nobody's ever seen, movies people don't get to see anymore. It's all right there in the Smithsonian screening room, man. And the uh, podcast library is deep, kids. It's deep, man, except for Hollywood Babylon. That's available over at the Ralph Report. So, for everything else, come to thatkevinsmithclub.com, man. And we want to club you. Don't you want to club Kevin Smith? Here's your chance. Thatkevinsmithclub.com. Hit me. Episode 335. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek you guys rock and now here's will and trent no one listens to the radio i wasn't even listening i was listening to podcasts podcasts are great radio is boring Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. Uh, I am Will. With me, as always, is my co-host, Trent. What up? How you doing, sir? Doing well. No complaints. We are are having a fun time here, folks, because we are doing things a little bit different today. A little thrown off because uh, we're doing the thing that I always thought would be pointless to do, but figured let's do it anyway. And that was to uh, co- uh, broadcast the podcast record uh live out to uh tiktok which we're actually doing right now so uh we are we are once again experiencing hi zach over on facebook uh we are now exp- oh i'm sorry yes sir you have a question well no i was just uh, so myself being a uh a uh, tiktok luddite i thought tiktok was only like three seconds well, okay, you, you have a good point. So there are many different aspects. Now, a while back, I got really lucky uh, because, oh, hold on, let me set his camera up appropriately. Things are not uniform in the studio, Trent. We have not set things up appropriately. But uh, I got real lucky with the little robot uh, vector, which if you're watching the YouTube stream, you can uh, you can see there. Uh, we are, uh, I got really lucky, uh, when I did a video with the, with the little robot there, uh, with Vector. And, uh, once, uh, we went live with him, uh, I accumulated more than a thousand followers, uh, really, really quickly. Uh, and, and when you have more than a thousand followers on TikTok, you can also, uh, stream live. You can do a live. It's, it's a low resin, low resolution, uh, video. Uh, but also, uh, because I use this iRig stream device, I'm mm-hmm. able to take our mixed audio and then channel it into my phone, which I'm sure will die sometime during this broadcast, uh, and we can do a live. So there are people that are watching live on TikTok. Now, the only problem is they're not getting the full experience because uh, you would have to go to like youtube.com uh, slash netheadsonair uh, or facebook.com netheadsonair. And uh, then you would be able to see when I switch over to my wonderful co-host Trent sporting his very uh, handsome devotion wrestling hat uh which you can uh get at pro oh i did not know that thank you for I, that I don't, I don't know if they have the hats there or not but they, but they have t-shirts there that, i know that speaking of hats I, I have something on that but i would have to go off camera in order to talk about it because uh one of the things that happened uh during our two-week hiatus 
uh, was that Kevin Smith uh, had partnered partnered up with Bobby Hundreds of the Hundreds Streetwear Company. Yeah. And they uh, did a drop on clothing. Now, when they did that, um, I'm because I'm a guy that knows a guy. I'm like, oh my gosh. For the longest time, and I'll show you guys, uh, I've had a banky hat. So it's the teal hat with the B, and on the backside, it's Snoochie Boochie's Bumpman. Yeah. It's, it's traditionally a fitted cap. Now, there have been, I believe, at least three generations of the cap. There was the original run. There was a second generation run. Both of those sold through the secret stash, uh, Kevin Smith's uh, Jane Silent Bob secret stash. And the third one uh, is this one from the hundreds. And uh, you know what? Here, talk to the talk to the kids for a moment, and everybody on TikTok Live. I'll uh, I'll be off camera for a second, but uh, talk to the people for a moment uh, about like your what what's your favorite hat and why? Okay, yeah. Um, so for those of you who are watching and who remember Wayne's World, um, I now feel like when uh, Wayne just lets Garth take over, and then Garth is just like. the whole time and that's that's how i feel uh my favorite hat um uh oh god probably my colorado rockies hockey hat what did that uh, have to do with wayne's world i had to disconnect my headphones so i had no idea oh, what's going on do you remember in wayne's world where uh uh garth's the only one uh on camera and it and he just freezes and he's like oh okay thank you that makes more sense like 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 in my mind i just saw that whole thing playing out but yeah my favorite hat is probably uh, my Colorado Rockies hockey hat. They were the Rockies before they were a baseball team, and then they were sold, went to New Jersey, and became the Devils. Gotcha. I did not know that. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing that bit of information. So uh, I, just to tell you, I, I don't have a favorite hat, but I am a man of many hats. Yeah. Um, I like my knockoff uh, Heisenberg hat. I, I'm very fond of uh, from the fine... Uh, haberdashers at um, Gorin Brothers. I've got a, uh, a a gray. I don't even know what style cap it is, but uh, yeah, it's kind of like in the Kangol style. Yeah, yes. And then, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then the the white snapback that I got from uh, Lids and their brand uh, because I was doing a Kevin Smith cosplay. Uh, you know, those are like my three go-to hats. Now, these are the aforementioned Banky hats. Now, this Banky oh, hat oh. has been in my garage, so you'll have to excuse it. But as you can see, this is the one that's attempting to go photo accurate. And for those of you just listening to the podcast later, enjoy the visuals. Um, so the only problem is now I ordered this in a seven and a half, and I don't know how you measure your head. But basically, as well, you can see, we have certain fitting yeah. Yeah. issues. Yep. Okay, seven and a half. So if yeah. that, I don't know what, you know, that measures in at. Clearly, it just, yep, it's, it's not, yeah. It may be photo accurate, but it's not, it looks more like I'm wearing a banky yarmulke. So. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of, yeah. Seven and a half, right? So when the hundreds happen and I'm given my option, I'm like, oh, well, let's just go a half size bigger and oh, order an eight. an eight. Now, this is. Oh, dude. This is the one by the hundreds. As you can see, yeah. it's in a forest yeah. green, not the teal. Right. But it still has the B in a contrasting yep. color. Actually, it's it's still a relatively close color match. Uh, but it's got the B for Banky. And then it's got the Snoochie Boochies Blunt Man inscribed on the back, just the way it should. Now, seven and a half fit like a yarmulke. So eight seems reasonable, right? Eight is so big. Eight is ginormous, dude. I can tuck my ears into it. <laughs> yeah, eight is so big. But but that I mean that's that's great if because I wear a lot of my hats. I I wear down over my ears mostly because my ears stick out. Uh, thanks to my dad. Uh, it's all of, all of us cousins. Wait, have wait, wait, hold on a second. What did your dad do to you that made your ears stick <laughs> out? Uh, he he uh progenerated me. Oh, gotcha. I see you. The, the whole genetic thing. Yeah, but but that's that's I mean, so uh, I've got a whaler's hat that was that was way too big. It mm -hmm. was a set three quarter and uh, I threw it in the wash on hot and threw it in the dryer on hot. And now it fits pretty well because it was a, it was wool. So it shrank a little bit. Oh, OK. Yeah, I think both of these hats expressly say dry clean only. Now, I will say that the um, the uh, L&H luxury headwear 
this is a very nice hat. Uh, but it looks like hat. I still don't understand why the difference between a seven and a half and an eight is so. I mean, I can literally put yeah, the seven and a half. There's yeah. no, there's no naming, there's no sizing convention for these things, I, right? There's not, not so. So, uh, I, I wear a seven and five eighths. Oh, okay. And, and it's not, it's not. I don't think it's inches though, because, uh, like, and it depends on if my hair's short or if I've let it grow out a little bit longer. Then I'm like, uh, just oh, like a seven and five eighths is a little tight. I need a seven and three quarter. Mm -hmm. But they are, man. The world of fitted caps is bizarre, and uh. Uh, companies like New Era with their uh, 5150 brands and stuff, they've even started finally making versions that are uh, lower tops. Mm -hmm. so that they don't have like that like stove top in the at the front of your forehead, but it actually like comes down a little bit quicker. The camber is, is lower, so it actually goes along your head and doesn't like stick up right out the top. Okay. And it looks like that hat that you got actually does that already. It yeah. has a lower lower angle at, at, at the forehead so so it would actually fit better yeah i mean it's a fine hat but good golly that's huge so now i basically have two big, display hats yeah. that's the whole point i got two display hats another for comfort by the way you know how i also mentioned that uh you know facebook or uh, tiktok wasn't necessarily the best venue already don't viewers people have already they're like forget it i'm coming over i'm gonna go watch the full experience which i don't blame yeah. you so I'm just yeah. gonna go ahead and uh, and and if if anybody is there still sorry, uh, but I'm gonna drop this now anyway because it's too distracting and I want to get back to life the way I'm used to it. So yeah. anyway, let me just do this now. There's no audio going to that. We'll hit the power button there to make the end now, and there we go. So uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, we had some views and some viewers, and it was nice, and people followed us from it. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm a man that's accustomed to certain things, Trent, cool. and Correct. certain ways. So. Better to not be distracted by my phone and everything else. Uh, anyway, yes. yeah, so thanks for walking me down that little uh, roadmap of uh, of hats. It's a very interesting experience. Uh, I, I still don't understand all of the mysteries uh, that the world of, of fitted hat is, uh, fitted hats are. But, you know, like you said, uh, obviously one half, five eighths, a little bit bigger than a half, but, uh, you know. But bigger than bigger than you would expect. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I'm I'm sure it's a simple research thing where you just find out that like the measurement is based on the the radius or the diameter or the circumference or not the circumference. That's the total distance around. Probably the uh, probably the diameter, which is isn't that from the center to the outside? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. from from the tip of the crown to the to the uh, seam, maybe I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea either. I just know I don't like. I, I'm not quite sold on the way it looks on. Zach in the chat, Zach in Zach in the back in the chat. Uh, he says it's a good look, but now I can't even put it on because I'm looking at you. Know what though about people with big heads, uh, big earmuffs. I was gonna say big brains, but yeah, big hats. <laughs> or overly big hats. But anyway, that was an interesting experience too because that that launched at midnight or 9 p.m. eastern time or 9 p.m. pacific time and then just got completely uh decimated. Apparently streetwear sells goddamn fast. So much so that when the stash launched their stash uh online of the hundreds where that we had allocated to be able to buy or to sell to people as well. Even before we made the announcement, there were people that must have been watching it like a hawk because things went out of out of stock like that. It was just oh, insane. I, I just don't understand the world of um, streetwear. But anyway, yeah. neither here nor there. Sorry, I don't know why we went down on a hat journey on this uh, on this wonderful uh, experience here. But you know, uh, nice job, Cat. Thank you, Bucky. Uh, Trent, uh, I yep. don't, I don't know. As I've said, uh, I don't know what's been going on in your world lately. Right. right. Uh, actually, that's not true. I do know about one thing, so we may as well talk about this because you know, okay. apparently, uh, in some circles, Trent, you and I are are sheep. We're followers. We're easily I, controlled. Yeah, absolutely. In a lot of ways, I am. Uh, well, I'm glad you admit it. Obviously, you've been putting up with podcasting with me for more than ten yeah, years. Like I will, I will, I will subscribe to almost anyone's uh only fans account if they'll just like say hi to me and be like oh hi cutie and i don't know you know she she copied and pasted it i'm sure but she won me over you know <laughs> by the way 
Speaking of technology and annoyance and, and subscriptions, uh, I don't know if somebody signed me up for something out of spite, but I have been getting an inordinate amount of uh, of spam text messages on my phone, which I thought was illegal. No, nope. and I yeah no I I know for a fact it's not. And how is that? Uh, I I have an acquaintance who works in this uh, industry. Um, and, uh, it is legal as long as each text is sent by a human hand. So that's the rub. Somebody has to be now, but what is that? But what is the definition definition of sending it by human hand? Does that just mean, can I just hit commit on a list? No, no. Each, each one has to be, uh, sent by someone by a, a human being gotcha okay understood because yeah. now most places don't charge you per text unless you're like you have a a, a pay-as-you-go account like my mom does for her cell phone so she like get charged for everything um yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna let you field a question for the chat by the way uh okay. and that this one's from uh from michelle kuzo who asks uh this might be a dumb question trent but what exactly is an only fans um and great great question uh, Michelle, uh, uh, OnlyFans is not unlike uh, 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 Pat's Rion, uh, but for uh, uh, people working in the self-promotive sex industry. Okay, so basically, if you have an OnlyFans, there's going to be some expectation of some type of titillation, is what you're saying. I mean, maybe, maybe. May who knows? You know, maybe you're there to support their art. I can respect that. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for that succinct uh, description. Uh, basically, <laughs> if you're a person that likes to uh, to sell your sexuality in some way, shape, or form, uh, yeah. whether it's artistically or the like, uh, it's basically a subscription channel that you could spin up in order to get other people to subscribe to uh, your offerings, if you will, with somewhat yeah. of a of a of an adult expectation. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, post third wave feminism. Yes. There you go. Yes. Hashtag feminism. Hashtag now. Um, sorry. I don't know why I just. Well, you know, stealing good things from John Oliver, because why not? Uh, so, uh, wait, we were about to talk about... Oh, the things uh, that I know about in our lives, Trent, were followers, were sheep, because yesterday, and I'm interested uh, to hear the contrast here, yesterday, yeah. I got my second Pfizer vaccination. As a matter yeah. of fact, we are officially, in four minutes, at 27 hours after the shot. Now, I bring up this point. Uh, specifically because you've heard a lot of people uh, saying things online, uh, yep. whether uh, directly or indirectly in their experience, that uh, after the second shot, for those that get a dual-dose uh, vaccination method, yep. uh, Moderna or Pfizer, that they experience flu-like symptoms in that like 24 hours after. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I personally think this is just a, now I'm, I'm firm, a firm believer that it just, it, it affects everyone differently. I have had the second shot and honestly, I feel no different than I did before. This is any old day for me. Now I did happen to mention this to you yesterday mm -hmm. when I, cause we were planning today and I'm like, you know what, dude, uh, I'm going to be honest. I got the second shot, so I, I I fully intend to broadcast with you tomorrow, but I can't guarantee it, right? Right, yeah. At, at which point you did counter saying, well, you did get your shot. Now, what was what was your particular uh, shot of choice, sir? Yeah, so uh, I got mine uh, at my workplace. They had a, a clinic on there because there's so many people there. They can just open it up and, and let people get in. However, it was hard getting on the list because they would do 1,000 at a time for the signing up and within minutes it was always full but i was able to get in through uh some strings pulled by uh some some colleagues uh and it was easy man got went in there got it i was out the door they didn't even ask me to wait the 15 minutes i was you know just in and out um hope i don't get them in trouble for that huh? and oh uh, <laughs> i mean i did wait the 15 minutes and it was uh I, everything was fine but uh and and i didn't feel anything my arm was a little sore which is you know funny because 
It's dumb. It's, it's the smallest like needle prick ever. And it's, oh, my arm is sore. Uh, but it, it was. And I was just fine until I got the shot at 11 a.m. and 12 p.m. I was just, I was, I mean, I'm normally like awake until 2 a.m. every single night regardless. And I, I was out, man. I was asleep on the couch by, by midnight. Um, and then I woke up on Sunday morning. Holy moly. That's yeah, some distance, it, my friend my ass and mostly it was just like a killer headache i just had a awful headache and then i would just fatigue to no end okay well you know that i i will admit that um it's hard for me to determine if that's what happened after my first shot uh because i have been i think there is a certain threshold i have crossed trent and now i'm just my body is incapable of sustaining the proper amount of melatonin or what have you but you know, I begrudgingly will wake up way before my alarm and attempt to go to back to sleep and, and lose those arguments. So I don't know if it was the shot or not, especially since, again, I got mine on the first one was on a Wednesday and then it was uh, I was exhausted the whole way through. Never experienced a headache. But the Saturday afterwards, which is like three days, uh, I just was inexplicably napping throughout the day and unable to get motivated or get up. Yeah. Yeah, like like I know like lethargy is is always like a symptom that you see with like drugs or whatever. Uh and I always kind of blow it off like story of my life. But they're like when when you when it hits you like actual like or as the Brits say lethargy, man, there is like no amount of like guilt that can motivate you to cuz that's that's how I normally operate by by anything. I won't do anything unless I feel guilty about it, which thanks to my Mormon upbringing is pretty much everything Um, it's interesting to hear the parallels between catholicism and mormonism now oh dude they are so alike in 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 the term (laughs) of of like guilt except confession is not private in the mormon church it's public oh well it public meaning like it's you and whoever the ecclesiastical leader that was chosen and Uh, and 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 they're free to go ahead and spread it about the community because that's what you're making it sound like i mean i mean they're they're not supposed to but uh, you know, if if you're deemed unworthy to participate in in like the 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 sacrament, like like the Mormon version of mass, uh, it's pretty public. People see you not partaking, and and you oh, he was in the bishop's office earlier today. <clears throat> By the way, I just got to point out something I'm laughing about, and this is the great thing about catching the show live if you're able to, guys. Which I swear we're gonna try and really have a schedule to this, but uh, I do dig the fact that we got to do it so early because there is some participation that can happen from the East Coast. Uh, but anyway, some of the fun stuff is the interaction that happens live uh, because I too get. Uh, I've always said, you know, I avoid the Twitter because I get distracted by it, which is the same thing that goes on here in Command Central with OBS because I can see all the chat going on. And Zach just pointed out a funny thing because the way I said it and something I said, you know, yesterday too when I posted a tweet about it and like, I'll tell you if I feel anything. And then I was going to make a joke today that Zach played very well in the chat as well because Will has no feelings because I said I feel nothing, which is true. I feel nothing, but you know, it sounds bad. <laughs> so what you're telling me is the vaccine made you dead inside. Yes. Well, I mean, not really. I, did, I, I was there before. I'm just kidding. 2020 did that before. So getting back to it, Trent, because I'm famous for derailing us, and then we never get back to the point. Uh, the whole you were extremely exhausted because no matter what guilt of uh, what motivated yeah. guilt you could drum up for yourself, you was not getting up. No, no and it, it, it was uh, like everyone in my office that got that got the shot experienced the exact same thing and so we we were like speculating like as an organization you should probably only schedule these for fridays then oh yeah exactly that was the i mean and and that's the thing the the perception of what happens in regards to the potential reactions to the different shots that you get i mean like i myself i'm like i'm doing this you know uh, this day and you know we'll play thursday by ear and i was just being precautionary yeah. um but you know in some cases uh, it's like i've had I, another co-worker he's like well you know I, I plan on being here but uh, i am getting my second shot on the fourth so yeah. you know it, it is something that really if if a company is the one that is sponsoring your initiative to get it it should definitely be encouraged productivity wise at a Absolutely. minimum yeah yeah for fridays like, but- and luckily, yeah, I did get it on a, on a Friday, but man, the, the poor saps that got it on a Wednesday. Well, uh, 
Yeah, exactly. It's just like uh, now, now you've got to burn your PTO because you're trying yeah. to do something good for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, that's my stance on it. Um, by the way, in uh, Rick and Morty, uh, I, th I think, I don't know if it was from, no, it was from the season before, I believe, where they answered the literal call to adventure or is in the first part of season seven. I don't remember which now, or I don't even know what season we're in. I'm so lost. Uh, anyway, but you remember the one because there was like man of a thousand ants, 1000 ant man or something. Yeah. yeah. One million ants. And then there was these ants everywhere. And uh, but what was the name of the guy who, uh, you know, his parents died in a tragic train accident, but he had an enchanted train whistle to summon a ghost train. That's right. Um, what was his name? I don't remember. Because right now, Zach's making me feel like that guy because he just called me in the chat. Will D dash rail. So will derail Wilkins. Oh, see. And when you wear your hat backwards, that's your that's your hip hop alter ego. Oh, now will derail. This has become a thing, guys. This is how comedy bits never get written. Anyway. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just like, blew out the mic laughing. <laughs> no, you didn't. It was just wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. So, yeah. Anyway, folks, please, please still do get, if you have the opportunity, please take yeah. advantage of it. If uh, Look, as I said to my wife, because, you know, you, we see in social media a lot of the back and forth banter that uh can occur on a, it really feels like political bias now there are right. different perceptions of the of the vaccine and you know what i'm saying is my wife and i are aware of it and and we see this but here was my hot take you know in the in the likelihood that it's not being used to track me or to put a chip in me or to start initiating a, a giant uh fertility crisis or or whatever, okay? Well, that would be awesome. If it made us all sterile, at least me, I'd be up for that. Well, that's what they're saying. How did I get a picture in picture there? That was awesome for a second. Sorry about that. Um, I, uh, I, yeah, I, what I was telling Denise in the car is like, you know, uh, there may be complications, but, you know, in, in the most basic of scenarios, we got one shot at this thing that we're all living right now. Yep. And... I'll be goddamned if I'm not going to do whatever I can to guarantee, you know, to the point where I really have not been going out. I have been taking this all very seriously because I don't even want to have a 0.0001% chance that I'm going to spend my moments walking out the fucking door of life on a ventilator after having a Zoom call to say goodbye to my family, which is a very real scenario that people have experienced. I'm not going through that. So if you want to know my motivation, it is not liberal. It is not conservative. It is fucking life. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to get on the soapbox there. Oh, yeah, but, but uh, dude, and and it's it's crazy because... The week I got my vaccination, a very good friend of mine died from COVID. Oh, like, I remember seeing a post uh, oh that God, you had dude. posted. It was basically somebody saying that they had to say goodbye. And you're yeah. like, you know, please don't be like or please don't, you know, for the love of goodness, do what's right. Is what you essentially yeah. said. Yeah, I mean, it, and it, it, it was uh, it, it, it was it was how do I put this? It was. It was interesting because it uh his uh my, my friend's fiance uh she uh started a, a GoFundMe to help pay for stuff. I jumped right in and then uh she was giving us daily uh, just updates on, on what was going on, how it was going. And like it sucks that it took that kind of um familiarity with a with a, a case for me to get invested in in what what the process is like, what 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 someone's going through. But man, I just poor guy. I can't think of a war like literally like there are like obviously, you know, being lit on fire would maybe be the worst uh, way to go. Okay. But like I'm with you there. Slowly, slowly having your kidneys shut down and then being on dialysis with a ventilator and like in a uh, medically induced coma for the last two weeks of your life. Sounds pretty awful. That's exactly my point, my friend. Exactly my point. Again, not meaning to get on any type of soapbox, but just 
I mean, it has been computer. How many days has it been since March 16th, 2020? Monday, March 16th, 2020 is 408 days ago. 400 fucking eight days of this. Uh... Do I have to put a finer point on it? Anyway. Wow. Uh, on plus side though, Will, I will say uh I I really think a huge contributor to my um my lessening of of mass, a lot of it has to do with not eating out. If, <laughs> dude, uh, until I have probably spent more than one child's college education on DoorDash services just to get out of cooking. <laughs> That is the reason why I can say I have effectively maintained during all this. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm doing something to bring some variety in, but I'm still yeah. trying to make the choices that align with what I should be doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I've maintained, which, you know, for me, at least maintaining at a point, I don't know, 70 some odd pounds lower than my high yeah the it's probably a number that's a little more than that being able to still stay at this level is is an accomplishment not that i'm trying to get a you know pat on the back but uh yeah and and i keep saying that everything every time the thing that most people don't hear is the pre-show banter that quickly happens when he's right and i and like the one thing i keep saying is just like my god i don't think i've seen you look better and and i apologize that's not in any way a judgment but i mean you look it's not that you look, you just look healthier is what yeah. I'm trying to say. And I feel better too. I've got way more energy than I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And isn't it nice when you don't have, when you actually look forward to being able to get out on a walk with the dog? Dude, rather than that, yes. Yeah. Rather than knowing that it's going to be hard and miserable, you're just like, oh, I get to enjoy this now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a matter of fact, like my, uh, you know, there's always in, in corporate America, you know, there's always like these check-in phone calls you have as yep. the chain goes up. And like, I was encouraged, you know, like, go ahead, walk the dog. Let's just walk and talk on this. Just like we would if we were in an office trying to yeah. get away from our desks for a while and have a conversation. And it has made it now a part of a routine where not only am I a better dog owner because I'm actually walking the dog, but I also enjoy it because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not breathing like James Gandolfini in the later seasons of <laughs> the Sopranos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the sound the like the sound engineers had to have just been like oh this is the worst thing i've ever heard in my life on on, on student on stage there's like oh my god the mouth noises <laughs> yeah for the people that have the sensitivity to the sound oh, of people chewing oh, that must be a particular <laughs> god <laughs> oh. see folks if we had a plan we never would have taken this journey no <laughs> Not once. Um, sorry. Well, we just like hopped from uh, just into, we went from laughing into serious and now it's like, I'm trying to understand whether we can actually take this exit now, or if I already missed that opportunity and made it weird. Cause now yeah. I got to get off at the next exit in some part of really out in the middle of nowhere. And I'm either going under that freeway and I'm not immediately getting back on and I'm going some 20 miles inland. I mean, it's almost like you're hosting some type of professional audio product and then you just start meandering and yeah. you're wondering if people are still even listening, which is what I'm doing right yeah. now. Um, well, if you're not, if you're not, if you don't get off in Bayonne, you're going through the hall and tunnel, dude. <laughs> See, you know what I'm talking about, man. You're feeling it. I uh, do. So uh, I do have to ask the one thing I don't know. The biggest thing that's kind of happened in our nerdy world has been the, the season finale of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And so uh, my big thing is I don't know. But God, I'm hopeful. I mean, like. I, I've just, I, right now in the back of my head, there's just like, hum nam rikyo, hum nam rikyo, hum nam rikyo. I'm just hoping and praying the answer to the question is is yes. Ha, have you seen it? No, that's that's what I'm doing this weekend is watching it. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I got to delay that gratification for, for all at once. Wham, bam, thank you. Uh, gender yet to be determined. I understand, man. I understand. But yeah. I mean... 
can I just talk about things in a non-spoilery way? Okay, well, first of all, I live in a post-spoiler world. There, there is no way you're walking God's green earth and familiar with the MCU to not have been even tuned in that if we have a concept of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier where Sam somehow has not accepted the mantle of Captain America, the eventuality of that journey... Yes. He assumes the mantle of Captain America. Yeah. I have to tell you, and and this is these are the moments my my wife is just like it's TV, okay. And I acknowledge that, honey. I love you. Um, every single moment that Sam was in that outfit, uh, as we see it in the show, every single scene, and mind you, they they not only tease it, but then they give you a flash before he comes in for a bigger reveal and in that moment it is when you see it the only thing i will say to help build your anticipation for this moment trent is you got to watch out for that flash because yes i literally did a frame store of it and it literally looks like a comic panel writ large oh perfect that's the way it should be yeah, there are moments that I look forward to in the MCU movies, and one of them, when they're done right, is what I always refer to as the splash page moment. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because it is taking advantage of both pages of the comic, and they are putting every metric Marvel ton they can into every square inch of that yeah. image. Yeah, the, 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 the Thanos battlefield comes to mind, right? Where you've got both sides ready to collide. And it's that big wide shot. That is the center staple uh, of, of the comic book, right? The, just taking advantage of that full bleed across the page. So much of it. Uh, and the good news is this obviously pays tribute to that it's well, as well in its own ways. Uh, I think you're going to be very happy with it. Uh, I think that... The only thing that I will say going into it as well that I think is a little helpful is that there are elements. Obviously, it was one of the first productions impacted by the pandemic. Right. And there were certain themes in it that at the time nobody knew would become a little too real uh, oh, compared okay. to the real world. Okay. So they had to have that story element lifted out. And then there oh. was completing this in a covid world you know what i mean so wow. so, so so like plot was affected by real world events yeah now well it, you know we've now we've learned because there's also a great interview on fat man beyond with matt shackman uh where director of it or i think yeah. that's his name and uh you know he basically goes into all the ways that production was impacted because of the pandemic and so there are certain elements and certain storylines that they didn't get to have or certain people they didn't have on certain days for reshoots so or, right you know, like literally uh, at the end when Darcy, you know, we see her in the van and then there's another scene where uh, Monica is basically saying, yeah, she she said debriefs aren't her scene, which really just says we couldn't get her back for. for yeah, but we have to acknowledge why she's not here. Yeah. yeah so write that in. Gosh, man, that is that is. But again, like I was thinking about this just the other day. Were I to work in the. um in in the, the film slash television world, I think I would prefer television so much more because the the pace is so much faster. And and like it's look, we we don't get to schedule reshoots. But this isn't the time we've got. Uh we, we don't get to go to the producers for more money. This is all we've got. Um so I, I think I would I would prefer that even just in any aspect of, of any job, I would want something a little more fast paced and less perfection uh driven. I guess is the right way to say it. Well, uh, you know, after seeing the final product of, of WandaVision, I think that I actually felt very little in the final product uh, that there was anything that was directly affected by the pandemic. The you yeah. know, With WandaVision, they had, was it just two episodes they had to do post-COVID? I, I don't know. I don't know the, yeah, the numbers. Like Midway, 
though, but but you couldn't tell, right? At least we were watching it. Like there wasn't like an abrupt like change in in like production. Like it all was was congruent throughout the whole. Right. Now I do feel bad though because I've kind of introduced the concept that there are certain elements to the narrative or to what we're seeing that that you know. Uh, I'm I'm qualifying as saying, you know, if you run into these elements, it's, you know, that's the reason why. Because, you know, there are certain, like, overall, I think when it comes to the villains, people are like, we really didn't understand what their motivation was. That kind right. of thing. Right. Um, but that's all I'll say about it. Because I, you know, want you to be at, you know, even if any, if I even find out that about an episode of TV I'm about to watch, if there's any hint on the internet, that there's any type of uh, big moment in it, it's ruined viewing it for me because I'm spending the entire thing waiting for the payoff now sure. yeah. of some big moment. So now yeah. I I apologize for planting those seats. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. But I, I you, the, uh, sorry, the thing I didn't finish on is that uh, every moment that I saw him on screen in the outfit, the uniform i i i nearly wept yeah dude yeah and and that that is why i'm so happy that they're doing this uh and and with with any ip as it ages right if you want to keep it contemporary it has to like reflect aging and captain america is so much bigger than one person anyone that has read a comic book that and had it like touch them on on a very like spiritual level on on an uh, intellectual level on any type of like emotional level like they can understand that this mantle can be passed uh as long as it's with the, the right person or not and then that develops other stories but like it just it just shows like it's 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 like superman even if superman wasn't superman if the mantle was passed on it would still feel the same and have that same effect because it represents so much more than just one person, one actor, one one race. It's 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 humankind's greatest uh, possibilities. True. It's more about having the proper ideals. Yeah. It's 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 uh, Cap is an aspirational character, right? For for what we can we can all hope to become. They even acknowledge that in in this series, there will be points where. They will explicitly make reference to Steve Rogers and why he was such an, an exception to the rule of yeah. gaining what he gained and understanding being the custodian of that. Just hearing that gives me the freaking chills, man. Oh, yeah. So, so good. yeah, there's a lot of that in there. Like, basically, they constantly say, well, yeah, but that was Steve. Yeah. So they're acknowledging yeah. that he truly was as the first enhanced human if you will right. he really i mean in, in many ways i guess it would be the best parallels would be biblically to uh to adam if you will yeah 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 absolutely well and and on top of that you know again it's 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 like no one else could have been could have held that mantle at that point because they would have abused that power but steve knew what it was like to be powerless and that was the important part um, which by the way, when you, when you, when you go back and you rewatch all these things, you start to pick up on certain, uh, moments at like, uh, a doctor, uh, what was his name? The one that Zolig, was he the one Zola. Yeah. played by, um, what's his name from, uh, uh, yes. Tucci. Uh, uh, oh, Tucci. Stanley Tucci is the oh. one I'm thinking of from Captain Not America, the first Avenger. What was the, he was the doc, uh, what oh, I'm saying, oh, yes. the doctor yeah, yeah. that, that came up with the super soldier serum and method. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, he said, it's, it's not important to be a strong man, but to be a good man. And like, that's right. the last thing he says to Steve is be a good man. And then one of the last things that I think Steve says to, um, uh, the Falcon. Why can't I remember his name right now? Sam. One of the last yeah. things he says to Sam, I think, before he fucks off in time, he says, you're a good man, Sam, which is kind of yep. a little foreshadowing. And there are elements in this TV show, too, where you can like structurally speaking, I respect the art they did because needless to say, in this uh, uh, anti-buddy comedy 
Marvel show, uh, you've got uh, an eventual moment where somebody just flat out says, we're doing this. And after that, F off. I don't if I ever see you again. So there's got to be a payoff moment down the line that is the exact opposite of that. It's like we are we are close now. We are friend. Yeah, we are Groot. Yeah. Oh, can make me cry with just two words. Three. (laughs) Very nice. Yeah, because I am Groot. That is that is three. But we are Groot. Yeah. Oh, we are Groot. Yeah, that's the one that'll get you. And yeah. one of the things that I, if I could, if there's any one thing I could appreciate out of uh, the things that Marvel has been able to do, okay, there are moments where I will be outside having to do all of the yard stuff that you do, and I come in and my wife is watching either one of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies or Thor uh Ragnarok uh-huh. because they are just quality entertainment to her they they so are yeah and and it's uh yeah so much so much good stuff anyway it's a it's a divine time to be alive in some ways to contrast the earlier vibe you know we get all this great entertainment and the next thing that's coming up did, have you did you ever see the trailer for Loki Oh, yes, I did. Yeah. There was one little moment in the trailer, the full laid out one, that I had, uh, I don't remember if somebody had said it or it's one of the things I I noticed because I was freeze framed on it. But there's like the guy who's like, you know, please sign to confirm this is everything you've ever said. And he's all, this is absurd. And then another printout comes out and he's all, and this. And they do a tight shot on it. And in there, it says Loki. And then I think something along the terms of variant and then an explicit number. So as if to say there are lots of Loki variants running around through the timeline. So does that mean they're basically finding their likeliest Loki candidate to help them to deal with a multiplicity of Lokis they've got bouncing around? Who knows? Uh, it, it, in the comics, it, it's it's happened quite a bit, and uh, most uh, predominantly, and I think kind of the the really interesting take uh, five years ago or so was was the teenaged iteration of Loki. Oh, and that's that's the one I would love to see because uh, because outside of Peter, MCU doesn't have any like youth, um, which is interesting because that's kind of. I mean, always been like the go-to in the comics is 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 like teenage angst. There's always some, at least there used to always be some plucky younger character. Fantastic Four had Johnny yep. Storm. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And and all of the the X Men were were initially brought up that way, right? And and mm-hmm. so, uh, I think it would be I I would like to see that. Uh, still, obviously, and then and then you would have like the cool like um interactions of uh like uh i forget which earth the mcu is 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 set in number wise but you have 616 is it 616 isn't it no i don't know oh you mean our earth not their earth their main one is 616 you're saying like 001 would be sad reality where none of them exist oh this one well you know it's this one where 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 you gotta where you got a grown-ass man crying every time he sees captain america holding mjolnir yeah it's right here if i uh, want it dude if i want to have a moment all i got to do is cue up that scene i know the exact moment on my digital copy and all you do is you hear when i cue it up suddenly you just hear dun dun and you see mjolnir start to rise yep. and then and holy moly yeah dude shaka and the walls fell life Life is great, so do your part to stay in it as long as possible, folks. Amen to that, sir. That's a that's a positive message. I can appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to look forward to, and I'm looking forward to that. You know what I'm also looking forward to that I haven't even gotten into? I and, and it's a goddamn shame because one of my favorite TV shows was AP Bio, and they've got, like, I think they're, they've got a season on Peacock, and they're shooting the next one already. Yeah, so. right now. They're shooting it as we speak. Yeah, see, I gotta, I gotta get with that, if you will. Yeah, 
And uh, now that uh, the WWE is uh, letting fans attend live, I can start watching again. <laughs> I I- get behind the peacock. Could you not? Uh, could you? Could you not take whatever they were pumping out with nobody? Could not do it. It was when when it was the moment when I couldn't hear what the announcers were saying because of the fake crowd noise that I just turned it off and and haven't touched it since. And that was like pre Christmas. Makes sense. I'm yeah. with you. I understand. Yeah. You know, but but again, the weird thing about this entire pandemic experience is the compromises and quality people are willing to make. I mean, you know, like any one of the late night talk shows, you know, you're talking sometimes at best to the guy who just got revealed as the new Captain America and he's wearing yeah. a pair of shitty uh, uh, white headphones and, yeah. and and that's what you're getting, which yeah. basically and- means, by the way, for at least 85% of of these type of situations I've seen, Trent, we are just as qualified to be on network TV now. Oh, dude, <laughs> tell, tell me about it. If if not overqualified, <laughs> <laughs> the amount of like money we we put into the production for for various projects, overqualified at times. Um, and it's interesting because uh, just uh, as using WWE as an example, most profitable year ever because everybody's at home they found ways to make it work and their 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 production costs have gone down so much they're not traveling for shows or anything like that it's all based in one place like not to mention their the you know their their uh sell of their uh all their network and unloading all the employees that were running that network uh to uh nbc so yeah like uh it has shown that we are so uh, content hungry, we will deal and put up with anything, which is kind of scary, right? Because that this could be a, a trend that, that we don't come back from for a long time, not unlike the rise of uh, reality television uh, out of the writer strike. I, funny you mentioned that because I was just thinking to myself, man, aren't we about due for another writer's strike? <laughs> yeah, so, so like, just, just, you know, vote with your vote with your dollars and support the things you like. Yeah, it's all, all you can do. Yeah. yeah. Scary times. I mean, it hell, is. there might be people sitting there watching this live. How sad would that be? <laughs> hey, hey, let's not talk crazy. <laughs> <laughs> let's not crazy indeed, Trent. Um, oh, my gosh. We were talking about some stuff, and that suddenly uh, it brought me to a point where there was something I wanted to bring up. And, of course, now I can't remember what it was. OnlyFans? You want to talk about that? No, no, it wasn't that at all. It, it wasn't that at all. Gosh darn it. Oh, well. It, it was, it was, I'm sure it was going to be a very interesting, what the hell were we just talking about? Now I'm having, I'm living that moment where you're basically trying to remember what the trigger was right. that set you off before. But so I, the old jog, the, that memory chain. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, I, but one of the things, too, that I, I even for me as somebody that's not a regular watcher in some of the wrestling broadcasts that I had seen, one of the big distracting things for me was and I understood the need for having the crowd noise, because in some ways it was covering up a lot of the stuff that was going on exchange wise in the ring. Totally. Yeah. And and uh, I, you know, the, uh, there there are uh, reels of this on YouTube of the most notorious person for for yelling out direction in the ring, uh, the uh, CFO, uh, Hunter Hearst Hemley, Paul uh, Levette, um, Triple H. He's like, and so he of all people understands the need to protect the talent uh, in the ring by covering up what they're saying to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, some promotions did it beautifully though, like, like uh, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, completely silent. In fact, even when they let uh, crowds back in, they 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 were allowed to clap, but they weren't allowed to cheer because of the 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 mm-hmm. component of spreading and everything. And right. like it it just made for like this really intimate like feeling like you're there experience. Like they're wrestling just for you as the viewer. And like that drew me in so much that like when I saw what was being produced elsewhere i just i couldn't do it it was just it hurt it was awful i understand 
I completely understand. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember I walked out of Revenge of the Nerds too. You know, all I'm saying is that, <laughs> you know, there are certain points where you're like, you, yeah. this isn't, or no, yeah. it was, it was maybe, yeah, no, it was that one. It was that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, I'm pinching my arm, Trent, because I didn't want to lose the idea that I remembered. Smart. Um, uh, and I think this will be a funny talking point to close uh, on because, you know, yeah. uh, clearly from our vast viewership, uh, I know what draws people in. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so one of the things that one of the perks that I have in my life is that uh, I'm basically like the tech producer and MC slash host, whatever for uh, that Kevin Smith clubs. Uh, ask Kevin at anything, you know, yeah. he's, he's very nice in, in letting me MC that and be kind of part of the event. The and AKA. yeah, the AKAs, uh, which are, you know, they're free. Uh, there are two different ones. There's like a, a one for everyone and then for the higher tiers, uh, each different separate part of the month. But the funny thing was somebody had asked him in the questions about uh, the Smod Castle, because as you know, the far end of the building, the opposite end of the building from the quick stop uh, has been has been leased by Smith to establish right. a, uh, a Smod Castle again. Uh, a, a small, you know, box theater for podcasting out of uh, in Jersey, uh, right there by the quick stop that helped make yep. his career. Very uh, interesting and fitting uh, location. Uh, so somebody had asked him about that. And in the banter that happens between segments, as I like to think about it, Smith, uh, just, he just flat out said, yeah, you're going to have to, you're going to have to bring netheads out there and do a show live at the Smod Castle. Looks like we're going to Leonardo, man. <laughs> I, now I don't understand though. I don't, I don't, uh, well, first of all, she's hearing it probably here right now. Yeah. But yeah. that is not a, I didn't even, I, first of all, I forgot that moment even happened until we were talking during this. Uh, and so, you know, it's uh, funny that I remember now, but can you imagine? It's like, I haven't traveled for anything. 408 days. We just yeah. established that. Same. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, suddenly, uh, first of all, we haven't gone on vacation anywhere, you know, and everybody want to go to Jersey. I don't see that yeah, happening. Right? Yeah. yeah. So there's that part, first of all. So you're going yeah. out of, and the second part is just going out of town for that. Seems, yeah, even in, it seems like a completely alien idea. Uh, yeah. Not to mention, look, to be honest, I don't want to go to the man's castle and then not draw anyone in. <laughs> Dude, I feel you. Yeah, because because then because you're like me, right? Like, uh, like I would feel obligated to buy all the seats. No, I, I I wouldn't. Well, yeah, only in regards to the fact. Okay, we bought all the seats. Now what we do is we just go about and we hand out free tickets to everybody. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. like like so so the man's not losing money because I'm so grateful that he would even give you the opportunity. Like like it's it's again it's that it's that motivation driven by guilt. Will. <laughs> well, <laughs> I fully understand, but I do I, I I think I like my approach a little bit more that it's not necessarily about making sure it's sold out. See, my approach was just making sure that there were asses in seats because if you give somebody a free ticket to something, they might go. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but I, I completely understand your motivation as well. Yeah. I, but anyway, it cracked me up that that happened because I was just like, because it never even entered my mind. Not even not even a, yeah. a moment or a flicker. Yeah. Did he did he give a uh, a date? Not not for the netheads one, please God. I, hope I can't. I can't. I can't. It's just okay. All right. Fair enough. I can't. I can't. I can't yeah. say. I don't think I can say. Well, actually, more to the point, uh, when you don't know if you can't yeah, say something. You can't reveal it. Yeah. So yeah. I can't, I can't say anything. I don't, yeah, I don't, don't know. I, well, I, I've heard things, but they are in club exclusive content. So that would almost right. be like violating an NDA. So, so oh, well, hold you, on though. If you want to know there, here's where you plug the, the Kevin Smith club. Well, first of all, look, I, I'm appreciative we're on the network. Okay. But I'm not necessarily <laughs> hardcore trying to shill, not to mention I have a slight suspicion that at least 90% of the people that may listen to or watch NetHeads basically, yeah, yeah, they're already on the platform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I'm not necessarily, but you know, there are perks to being a member of that Kevin Smith club. You want to find out more at that Kevin Smith club.com. There you go. 
So please, you know, of course, we have our own Patreon as well, which we produce nothing unique this month. I've had things on my mind. Um, so uh, we do have a Patreon, but again, I'm not here to plug that as well. Uh, but, you know, I, uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know about going out to Jersey, man. <laughs> To be honest, uh, but well, yeah, th- there are there is information within the club, and, and you can hear it there if if you wanted to. All they will is the Newark Airport is the Tri City area's hidden gem. That I believe is the one. There was one time I went to Jersey. It was back in I think ninety eight, and I nope no God Almighty no not ninety eight. It was no no it yeah it's somewhere in in within ninety eight or ninety nine uh, because I went out there. Uh, sponsored by Play TV in order to get footage of of Kevin's uh, diabetes dogma uh, diabetes foundation dogma screening. So it was a charity screening for dogma. So I got to go out there to do that in quote unquote preparation for the interview I was getting down south, which somehow miraculously I did manifest because at the time I pitched the trip, I had no interview. Um, right. So, so I, I went out there for that, and I flew into the Newark airport, I believe. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, uh, you can fly in there and get anywhere within the tri-state area quicker than flying to the other airports and dealing with the traffic and everything else. Yeah, and the other point I wanted to make is I'm not saying all this. I just want to make sure, and, and you've got to be my barometer here, Trent, because okay. okay. I, I just want to make sure I'm not coming off braggadocious i'm not trying to it's like oh you know i work for kevin <laughs> i'm not trying to be that no. guy no okay no in fact, i always try to tease that out of you and you're always like hey, i mean i, I want to hear let me live through you <laughs> uh, live through me live through me come in live through me um <laughs> okay good so, well i'm, I'm that way yeah I, I I took it weird. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. I liked it. Good for you, man. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, everyone, for, for uh, joining us today. I really appreciate it. Uh, I had a great time. Uh, this took... This was the most roller coaster episode of NetHeads I think we've ever... I'm glad we cut the TikTok live off because I think it... <laughs> I think it really brought something. Um, yeah. And also, though, I just that was that was one hell of a journey. I am really looking forward to it. And I do not say this very often because I don't do this very often. I'm very interested to listen back on the tonight's episode. (laughs) It's like it's just like, wow, that took a quick turn. Wait, where are they going with this now? What? Okay, yeah, they they got there eventually. Will's will had to pinch himself, but he got there. Right. It's just it's it's quite a journey. And and then like the reveal of. This, oh, and by the way, where exactly is this dividing line where I'm like, oh, I heard about it in the club. You just said a few minutes ago something that was said in an AKA. Yeah. Who yeah, am I? Yeah. Fucking idiot. Oh, my gosh. So then was I just making a thing out of a thing to make it sound like I'm a little more. Oh, you know, I'm involved in one of the thing. I mean, is that where we're at now? I love Carl's Jr. Fair enough, my friend. Uh, don't forget to check out Devotion Wrestling on the YouTubes. Uh, where Correct. can they find that? Uh, uh, just uh, YouTube.com slash Devotion Wrestling. Exactly how I would have pitched it, so it's good to hear. Yeah. I got that confirmation. Uh, of yeah. course, you can find out everything about us, netheadsonair.com. But thank you very much uh, for tuning in for this just wild. It was a Mr. Toad's Wild Ride episode. <laughs> And right, I'm yeah. here for it. And I look forward next week, hopefully, to talking to you more in depth, much as the rest of the country will have had three weeks ago yes. uh, <laughs> about Captain America. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And the Winter Soldier. Ooh, what? Anyway, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, my name is Will. I'm Trent. And we will be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a Smodco Internet production. Sip only at Smodcast. 
Sports.com. Okay, I got to tell you one little story to get you to another little story. Are you ready to take this really postscript journey with me? I always. Okay, so uh, contextually speaking, I was laughing as that outro was played because as many people saw at the beginning of the video, uh, with everything that was going on in my house prior to podcasting, um, I had neglected to update the title screen. So during the entire entry of this episode, I am now remembering that if I should go back and watch it, you can see me weirdly, frantically, and screwed up try and re-enter uh, re the title and description. Uh-huh. I couldn't do it, so I just literally put the number. So when that ju I just popped back to that uh, title screen, I yeah. had the biggest laugh. Uh, and the reason why I forgot to title the episode is because there was so much drama in my house right before this episode. Maybe that's why it's such a massive decompression for me. Uh, the long story short is Blair, my youngest, has a tooth, right, that is ready to come out. And now it's... It has not come out for so long that the gum sort of kind of continues growing and it's it needs to come out. And she has gone back and forth on wadding it out versus trying to get it out. And it is so it's just been a major thing, yeah. uh, which is why I forgot to update the title card. So, uh, you know, honestly speaking, I don't think for recording tonight's episode, I'm going to get the dad of the year award. OK. <laughs> Sure. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. H honey, deal with deal with our child who is in physical pain. I'm going to go pretend radio uh, for an hour. <laughs> First of all, pretend radio. How dare you? <laughs> and, and second of all, she's not in pain at all. It's just she wants oh. it out or oh. we want it out or both or neither, depending on the moment. Sure. Uh, right. But. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, definitely not going to win any Dad of the Year awards. But hey, you know, it, at least I didn't uh, give them something that made their ears stick out like you mentioned earlier. Tell me about it. <laughs> you know what, man? You're, 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 you're owning it and you're dealing with it and, and it, it's fine. Like right now you've got the over your headphones and now we understand why. Always. And I promise I'll never comment on your ears again. What? I, I don't know what you're talking about. 